Welcome to Everyday Motherhood, the podcast for moms who keep showing up to motherhood every single day. This podcast is to help you pause, connect, and play. My name is Christy Thomas. I am the founder and developer of Play for Life Moms. Welcome to episode 10. Today, we're going to talk about what to do if you're in a low energy season. This episode is by listener request. So don't forget to please email me. You can find my email in the show notes or message me on Instagram with show topics that are what you need. Everyday motherhood here is doing this messy and I'm learning as I go. And the whole goal is to build community where we can feel safe and confident and seen as moms so we can help our kids and families do the same. So today, let's talk about what happens when you are in a season of having low energy. I need to start off with the disclaimer on this. Okay. The low energy I'm talking about is not associated with postpartum depression or any depression. This type of low energy can be brought about by lack of sleep or just natural bias towards being a low energy type of person or maybe grief, sickness, deployment. This is not a, you know, a mental health induced low energy. So if you're feeling low energy, but it's not part of a mental health issue, then please, I hope all these tips continue. If you're feeling low energy, but you're concerned that there's something more going on, be brave. I, I see you and I know it's hard to ask for help, but go ask for help from your doctor. So now that we've done all the disclaimer sort of things and you know the type of season you're in and why you have low energy or if this is just part of being you I want you if you're a female to know where you are in your monthly cycle a lot of mothering for me is knowing where I am because different parts of my cycle I can say yes to different things easier So know if you're an outgoing part of your cycle, a tired part of your cycle, um, a grumpy part, just know where you are and embrace that truth. So there's a big part of just naming where you are and why it's okay to feel low energy. Now here are some tips on how to help you find your footing so you feel a little bit more peppy. I want you to treat yourself like a complicated houseplant. I want you to set a goal of going outside, even if it's cold, and soak up some sunshine for, you know, three minutes, five minutes. Next, I want you to make sure that you're drinking actual water and not just coffee or soda or tea or juice, whatever drink actual water. Your body is, you know, 70% water. 
treat it well. Drink some water. Third, breathe deeply. You need to take some deep breaths and really circulate the oxygen inside of you. The best way to breathe deeply for me is by doing some exercise. And when you're feeling low energy, that's not easy to motivate yourself. But I always feel like when I'm done exercising, I have even more energy than I thought I would have because exercise leads to energy for me. So this is where your kids come in. Invite your kids to have a dance party. Turn on those amazing tunes that are kid lyric safe and dance it up. Just do one song. You will feel more high energy and your kids will be excited that you match them with their energy levels. I think a lot of the issue with being a lower energy parent for a season is that our kids aren't sure how to respond to us. They are so full of mirror neurons, um, which are the type of neurons in your brain that just want to mimic what other people around you are doing, which is why you can pick up feelings, literally, like you can catch someone else's feelings and emotions. So kids are naturally, most kids have high energy. And so they feel safer when we match their energy levels, even if it's for a tiny bit. So have that dance party. Play tag. My favorite version of tag is toilet tag. Toilet flushing sounds during tag just crack me up. And it's a childhood favorite of mine. Use YouTube to help you with um, an energy pivot. There are great videos out there. I have an ebook full of movement ideas, full for your kids and you. If you send me an email right now, um, as of this recording, that ebook is still 100% free, my gift to you. And it is full of links to safe places on YouTube with movement activities. Some are calming, but a lot of them are energizing. And if it's okay with your family to play with Nerf type toys, have a Nerf gun and go have fun with your kid. My family has both Nerf guns and laser guns, and those are extremely high energy gameplay. It's not something I terribly enjoy, but I will do it for like five minutes at a time. And I know that it really helps my son and a couple of the neighborhood kids that I go out there and meet them on their level. Now, some days you won't have the bandwidth to meet them where they are at first, that you need to start slower, treat yourself like that houseplant, like I suggested in the beginning. And here are some ideas of how you can still engage with your kids, still be present, still be actively giving them your time and smiles and connection increasing your attachment while honoring the fact that you're in a low energy season. And one of those ways is by cuddling up on the couch and reading books together. Totally a low energy activity. Amazing memories can be made there. Second, 
grab all those stickers and put out a poster board and we call it making the world's biggest mural after, you know, Beverly Cleary and Ramona and Beezus. But put out poster boards, tons of stickers, whatever stickers you have. Go to town, make a mural of stickers. Three, if you're brave, and I suggest this wholeheartedly, get out a couple of containers, put out beach towels on the floor, and do some water play inside or outside, depending on the weather. Water play is completely soothing. Always suggest sensory play for those moments where you are feeling low energy, but your kids aren't. Try to make it a sensory play that's going to be easy to clean up, which is why I suggest water and not some sort of homemade dough or slime. If you're feeling low energy, water, totally easy to clean up. Give your kids all of the kitchen tools that you have just minimized from your kitchen and let them use that in that water play. Feeling a little bit frisky, then add food dye or soap to the water. It will increase the cool factor. You could also play with blocks of any sort. Those are a low energy activity. Play doctor with your kids. Get out the band-aids. Make all the stuffed animals your patients. Or you can be a patient and lay down on the couch. Always a classic idea. Number four, the Pinterest win, where you ask them to drive cars or walk um, toy animals on your back. Let your body be their racetrack. I hope these ideas help you. I know that parenting is a lot of output of energy. It's important that you know what type of season you're in and that you honor your need for sleep make that a priority. So much of my low energy seasons could have been minimized by setting an alarm clock to go to bed and not savoring the quiet of nighttime and trading that for patience and happiness the next day by thinking if I stayed up late that it was my reward where I should have just gotten some sleep. Today's self-care activity is to stand with your bare feet on the ground and shake your hips like they don't lie. So what I want you to do is to put your feet on the ground, hip width apart, and have socks off so you can really feel that you're alive. And then swing your hips in a circle-like fashion. Release all those hip muscles. Just know that you are alive right now. And your play idea. I feel like this episode is brimming with play ideas, but here's one very specific one that I've saved. I want you to get out a square piece of paper and make a cootie catcher with your kids. This is great for high and low energy because inside those cootie catcher flaps, once you remember how to fold one, you can put different exercises inside. So one jumping jack, two bear crawls, three spins in a circle, that sort of thing. Or you can use it as a fortune teller and reading and literacy skills. So many things, but make a cootie catcher with your kids today. Using the cootie catcher would totally count as one of my bantering ideas, by the way. If you're following me on Instagram at Play for Life Moms, you know that one of my 2019 goals I talked about in episode nine was to banter more with my kids. 
Sometimes having a prop to banter with breaks the ice. Well, thanks for being here. I appreciate all the ratings and reviews that you leave. Those are gold in the podcast world. Your ratings and reviews and shares on social media helps other parents, other moms, find this show and be inspired and know that they're not alone in a small way makes the world more peaceful because you help your kids feel safe, seen, secure, and soothed by stopping the play. Well, have a great week. Go pause, connect, and play more. You've got this.